Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm Kristen Cantrell. I'm Angela Fazio, and we have a guest from California today, the Los Angeles area. Her name is Lakeel Ray, and I'm so excited to have her. I know. And you guys, I love what she wrote about herself. She said, I'm a flight attendant turned home attendant who's fueled by <laughs> so faith and sometimes two lattes a day, which I was like, oh, me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so Lakeel, get us started. As, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, so I was, I'm originally from Atlanta, born and raised, um, relocated to California um, in 2019, just short of the pandemic. So that was perfect timing. Um, I'm a single mom of a beautiful 12 year old. Um, and just kind of like you just said, I was a flight attendant for eight years. So I was serving in the sky and now I'm serving on the ground. So <laughs> I, love that. <laughs> I think that's so great. So I have to ask you because I know a lot of flight attendants that still fly every so often. So they keep their benefits forever. What made you stop? Well, actually, I got injured really bad in flight. And that led to having rotator cuff surgery last year. Um, and so... Yeah, my, you know, it's funny because I thought I was going to do the same thing. Like I was going to enter real estate full time, but I was going to kind of have my benefits on the side um, and God had other plans. <laughs> and he does that sometimes. Um, he does that a lot, actually. <laughs> we, think we've got, we think we've got it all figured out about a plan. And that's why I love how the Bible says, hey, but I'm paraphrasing. Basically, it's okay to plan, mm -hmm. but make sure you leave room for God to do what he plans because your plans and his plans don't always line up. And that's hard, but it's good. Always ends up good. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said that you went from serving in the sky to serving on the ground because real estate is such a service oriented business. And so when you can go in and just serve people, you can build this awesome real estate business. And I know you're brand new at it. So tell everybody a little bit about what's it like being a new agent in today's world? <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up. There you go. <laughs> Case closed. Um, it's so many things. It's exciting because you know you're passionate about serving your clients in a community. Um, it's a little bit, for me, I think, scary and nerve-wracking because again when it comes to my faith I believe that we're putting these places to serve these people and that's not an easy feat it's not something to take lightly um there's a lot of trial and error and stumbling and kind of picking yourself back up again and I think it's learning to really align yourself with the right people the right mentors the the right friends um learning what to consume and um, and how to keep going when it doesn't really look like you thought. You know, you look at something like Selling Sunset and you're like, that's going to be me. And then you go into it and you're like, oh, I have to do everything from scratch and like build this, bu this business and build a name for myself. 
Yeah. And not all the homes are as pretty as selling sunset. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the yeah. other thing that's so crazy about real estate, we, we talk about it, but we don't always land on it for a minute. It, and when you're just starting, you are doing, you can be doing all the right things over and over and over again. And you're kind of looking around going, I, I know I'm doing the right things. People are telling me I'm doing the right things. When does this start to take effect or mm -hmm. take hold? And those three to six months or whatever it takes feels like a complete eternity. And the yeah. crazy thing is, is you can be doing all the right things. And then you're like, I don't know if this is going to work for me. And we mm -hmm. say, keep going, keep going. And then the next day you're like, wait a minute, am I doing business right now? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I love, I love that moment when it pops for somebody, it's the best thing ever. Yes. Yeah. And that's coming for you, Lakeel. Mm -hmm. So tell us about like in, in the amount of time that you've been doing this, you said that it's important who you surround yourself with. Who are some of your favorite mentors that you've surrounded yourself with? Uh, besides Angela. <laughs> besides that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, obviously, like if you want to share anything about having Angela mentor you, or I know you yeah. do have other people that pour into you every week. So tell us about that. I do. Um, so, oh my goodness, that just, the entire team of people. So there's Cora, there's Michael. Um, I have my mentor here in California, who's Brendan. Um, I think all of you collectively are successful, yet you're so humble. I think so often in business, people get so successful and they kind of keep it to themselves and they don't want to necessarily give away their secrets or pour into the people that are coming up. Um, and a lot of people don't believe that there's really room for everyone. And I think you guys have kind of broken that mold and that belief because you're taking the time to pour into us um, in a way, if I'm being honest, that keeps us going because for me, Sometimes it's hard, especially as a perfectionist, when it doesn't look like the work that you feel like you're putting into. I think like you guys said, and then every day I have to wake up and be accountable. And every day I have people telling me I was there before. You'll get to where I am. Um, mm -hmm. What more could I ask for? No, I think that's great. I, and I actually like one of the things I always um, coach people when they're starting out on something is like everything big starts small. And it was actually kind of funny. Me and one of my friends are talking about this yesterday. We do content shoots locally in Arizona. And when we first started them, we pulled out our camera phones and we would take pictures of each other. And me and Jesse, who were talking, were like, remember when it was just me and you when we first started? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And, you know, yesterday, a year and a half after doing it every single month, there was, you know, 50 people there and they were all doing exactly what I wanted. They were all building relationships with one another. But that took it sucking in the uh -huh. beginning, but me saying, I'm going to keep doing this and a year and a half later it being what I wanted it to be. So you always have to keep that in mind. Everything big starts small and it's going to suck at first, but just stick <laughs> to it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I could not agree more. Everything that I can think of Everything. that's worthwhile in my life started small mm -hmm. and took a long time to build. Or here to encourage everyone listening. <laughs> you, need, you need to like write that on your mirror as a new agent, like because it's so hard when you're working every day and you're not getting paid for it. It sucks. And Any easy. business owner. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Here, what we love about the show and Lakeel, I can't wait for you to share this part of your life. You're not just out there trying to build a real estate career. 
we have a couple other things going on in our life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Lakeel, one of the things that um, absolutely endears you to me is the way that you talk about your daughter and the way you talk about your faith in, in Jesus. So tell us just a little bit about that relationship and what you've committed to her. Oh, where are they? <laughs> My goodness. Um, you know, being a mom is no easy feat. And, you know, they tell you about so many things, but when you leave the hospital, like there's no blueprint. Nobody gives you a handout and says, this is how you raise an amazing human being. Um, and I think for me, breaking generational curses and doing things differently is so important to me. And I had to learn how to unlearn um, and reprogram myself. And after almost 37 years, it's actually a lot harder than I thought. Um, and so I had to have God at the center of those things. Like, mm -hmm. I just can't do it by myself. And I truly believe that where we end, he begins. And so in my weakness, in my tears, in my frustration, in my doubts, there is God picking me up and showing me the way and reminding me that, I mean, for all of us, like, we are literally built for a time such as this. Like there's nothing that we haven't gone through in life that hasn't prepared us for this moment. And I think that's what I'm trying to just instill in my daughter and her having her own relationship with God and wanting to serve her community um, and just learning how to persevere and that it's okay to have a voice. It's okay to have the tough discussions. It's okay to have emotions and feelings and to talk about those things. Um, and so we're still learning and we're still growing and we're doing that together. Wow, that was awesome. I know. I'm like, uh, I have nothing better to say than that. <laughs> yeah. I know. That, I mean, you're, I'm, I didn't know you before, but you're like so wise and seem like you've come such a long way. Right. And I know that breaking core beliefs, like you said, it's harder than you thought, right? So you you need God, like you have yeah. to have him to help you through that. And there's not one person walking the, the face of this earth that, that doesn't have something or many things that they have to work through, unlearn, yeah. you know, think differently about. And I think one of the things that I get from you about one of the things that's so important to you about raising your daughter and for yourself is, and the challenge is letting your kids know that they are more than enough mm -hmm. under God. But we have to say that out of our mouth and then we have to apply it to ourselves yeah. Yeah. at the same time. And I think that's where the challenge comes when we're raising children and we're like, we're trying to instill that you're more than enough. For example, then I've got to be like, well, am I more than enough? Can I say that about myself? Because if I can't say that about myself, how can I tell her or him that it's true for them? Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's harder. <laughs> it's, oh my goodness. I, I just love that you said that because I was literally having a conversation with her and I was and, you know, we're just very honest. And I was saying, like, it's a struggle as a as a parent, as a mom. Like, like you said, how do I instill in you the things that I'm still struggling to believe? And I started putting sticky notes of like Bible verses and who God, you know, sees her as. Um, and in me knowing that I'm working through my own insecurities, my own downfalls, I'm trying to build Godfidence. Um, I tell her all the time regardless of what I say or anyone else says, 
you stay focused on what God says, because I'm going to mess up as a parent too. And in those moments, I don't need you to carry the weight of my mistakes. I need you to stay focused on what's already been instilled in you and what you already know. Wow. What great parenting advice. Uh, absolutely. It's, well, it's actually just life advice. And, it is. And if we, if we get good at applying the things that we're trying to instill in ourselves and into our children, into our business and the people we serve, I mean, that's what God created community for is that if we could all do that perfect, that'd be awesome, but we can't. So it's a constant struggle to apply those things across everything that we do in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And if, even if, you know, I'm just thinking to anytime you teach anything to anyone, you become better at that skill. That yeah. So like, even if you're amazing at social media and you start teaching people who aren't amazing at social media and you're telling them what to do, it makes you kind of accountable to what you're teaching to get back into it. You know, like, I don't know. I just think that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I try to pick something apart in order to explain it to somebody else, I don't care if it's a concept in business or personal or anything. When you have to put it into its parts and communicate that to another person, it forces you to fill the gaps, right? So if you're trying to tell your daughter, you're more than enough, or, you know, this, you have to believe what God says about you. And so you start to unpack that and you go, wait a minute, what does God say about you? So you start to unpack that Mm -hmm. and you're like, wow, I need to say that to myself. (laughs) Right. And so I don't know, you're absolutely right. That's so Yeah. Intentional parenting. I wish I was better at it. (laughs) <laughs> or how many times have, I mean, I know I can like raise my hand 75 times, but where you feel like a complete hypocrite when you're teaching your kids yeah. something because you're not doing what you're teaching. And I, I just had that happen recently and it had to do with cussing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I suck. <laughs> oh, I hate you're feeling like, like why a the hypocrite. You, why, why the app are you saying that? <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> You guys seriously need to hear that story. It was where I got completely checked. It was bad. <laughs> we'll do it off air. <laughs> so, oh, oh, me too. Siri was. Listening. I don't. So, need- Lakeel, if you're, you know, we have new agents listening. We have uh, struggling moms listening. We have really successful people who are struggling but don't want to say they are struggling. So, what kind of advice? I mean, you've obviously given so many things, such deep thought. What kind of advice would you give, first of all, to a new agent, being one yourself and not yet arriving? Mm -hmm. Like what advice would you first give to them? And then to any mothers like, oh, my gosh, listen to the way that you're raising your child. You know, how how does somebody come to be so intentional? So those two questions, I think, are important. Yeah, Um, I think for the new agents, there's I mean, there's so many things. I think one of them is be prepared to pivot. Don't be married to the idea that there's only one way to do business, that success only looks like, you know, one thing, um, that the spirit of comparison is literally like <laughs> the downfall of all things. I think it's very easy to get wrapped up in what everyone else shows or what it looks like. Um, and I think it's really embracing the process and the journey because Sometimes we forget to be present and there are so many gems in the struggle. Like sometimes when you're in those hard places, those are where we develop. Like that's where we become who we're we're meant to be. And I think also like regardless of what field you're coming from, life is a sales transaction. And I just learned that myself, like negotiating with my daughter about bedtime is a transaction. 
<laughs> yeah. I think learning that you have all that you need. So everything that you've learned up to this point is enough to serve the people that you're meant to serve. And don't quit. No matter what, get back up and don't quit. Absolutely. Um, I think in regards to moms and just being very intentional about parenting, I think first and foremost, to give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. That's something I struggled with. I was such a perfectionist and I would beat myself up every time I felt like I dropped the ball. I was too tired. Oh my God, am I putting my dream before being a mom? And I think society also places so much pressure on us as moms to go about motherhood and entrepreneurship or being a career woman a certain way, I think really kind of tapping into who your child is, what your child needs, um, understanding that they love you regardless. It's a beautiful thing how I can mess up and my daughter will hug me and say, it's okay, mommy, you did a great job. No, I love that. Wait till she's like 13 through 16. That will go away in about a minute. <laughs> we hit 13 this year. So I'm like, you know, let me just cherish what we're doing yes. right yes. now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I think knowing what you come from, knowing your own trauma, I'm a big advocate for mental health and therapy. I think honoring where you are and knowing where you desire to go is the start. Mm -hmm. That wow. was really good. Again, <laughs> well like said. you're so wise. I know. I know. I love it. But it's because you, you put in the work. Like you can tell you've put in the work. So, yeah, people don't just talk like that naturally. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I feel I'm, the work. I'm like mad I don't have a pencil so I can write down some of, my, some of your wise words. <laughs> I have a really good idea. I could it's listen. Recorded. I know. <laughs> Do you know we never listen to episodes after we record them? Really? <laughs> we're, we're wing it women who just like, because you know why? Because then we're going to obsess over what we could have done better. And we're uh -huh. not about that. That's yeah. right. We got That's shit right. to do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Lucas? She said shit. <laughs> okay, the kids are, they're not here. <laughs> oh my gosh, Lucille. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show, to know you, to get to be in your life. So thank you so much for um, everything that you're doing, uh, even encouraging the other people that you're training with, I, you know, that doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah. You are awesome. I'm so happy that we get to work with you. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. It has been an honor and a pleasure. And again, I just want to commend you both for what you're doing for moms like me who need this. Like there's someone listening who needs this. And I truly believe after hearing one of your episodes, they're going to, they're going to get back up. They're going to keep going. And I'm thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Me too. Thanks, oh my Lucille. gosh. Thank you so much for saying that. Yes. And if anyone's listening and you guys want to learn about the next flourish event where you can come and be in community with all the awesome women that we have in our community, go to the flourish That's right. It's and you can time. check out. Yeah, they're always in November and April, and the link will always be the same. So you can see speakers that are coming up. And if you want to be a speaker, don't hesitate to reach out. The information is always in our show notes. That's right. Thank you so much for listening. And Lakeel, we'll see you soon. Bye.